0: This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. Richard Ravitch, the hero of New York City's 1970s financial crisis and a former lieutenant governor, has died at age 89. Karen DeWitt looks back at some of the aspects of his varied public life. Ravitch, born in Manhattan in 1933, was the grandson of Jewish immigrants from Russia. His father ran a construction company which built some notable New York City landmarks, including a former site of the Whitney Museum and New York University Hospital. His mother was a sculptor. After graduating from Columbia Law School, Ravitch focused on building low and middle income housing, and he was drawn into politics, where he espoused liberal views and the tradition of FDR. Former Governor Hugh Carey appointed him to a key post where he helped pull New York City out of bankruptcy in 1975. Ravitch described how he did that in a 2010 interview with This American Life. Ravitch, who devised a means for the city to raise short-term cash to pay its bills, told Ira Glass that Kerry asked him to intervene when the then president of the teachers union, Albert Shanker, said his union would not invest $150 million in municipal bonds that were needed to keep New York afloat. Ravitch, who was friendly with Shanker, convinced him to change his mind. I met Al in his apartment at 1130 at night. I said to Al, I understood his reluctance, that I respected his dilemma. On the other hand, this is one of those unique circumstances in life where you, the consequences of going into bankruptcy was so disastrous that you had to take some risks. By the next day, Shanker asked for a private meeting with Ravage and Governor Carey, as Glass explains. So Ravage and the governor and some others meet Shanker at Ravage's apartment. The beds aren't made, there's barely anything to eat. Ravitch puts out some matzah. And finally, they convince Shanker that really his back is against the wall. All others is. And yes, the bonds are risky. But if New York defaults, all the city contracts would become invalid, including the teachers' union contract, which of course would be awful for Shanker and his union. And Shanker reluctantly buys the bonds and New York City is saved. Ravitch then ran the MTA for a while and is credited with saving it. He later worked for Major League Baseball. In 2009, at a time when many people might think of retiring, Ravitch accepted the appointment to lieutenant governor by then-Governor David Patterson. Patterson says he helped avoid a state constitutional crisis. I thought that the best public policy was to go out and find the best person that I could think of who could govern in my absence, and that person is Richard Ravage. Patterson, who was lieutenant governor, became governor when Elliot Spitzer resigned, leaving the lieutenant governor's position vacant. In those circumstances, the leader of the state senate serves as lieutenant governor. But the senate was in disarray after a faction rebelled and its leadership was in dispute. There are two, if not three, senators that lay claim to that post. When Ravage's and Patterson's term ended, neither sought election to their post. In the years after, Ravitch wrote a memoir, and he served as co-chair on a state budget crisis task force with former Federal Reserve Chair Paul Volcker. Many leading political figures and civic organizations expressed condolences. Governor Kathy Hochul, who was herself a lieutenant governor, says Ravitch was a titan of New York civic world who left an indelible mark on her state. She says he will be greatly missed. Became a good friend and advisor of mine. We had lunch together not that long ago. He told me all the things I need to do, as he always would. Ravitch is survived by two former wives, Diane Ravitch, an influential voice in education policy, and Betsy Perry, and his current wife, Kathleen Doyle, as well as two sons. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt.